0: Section 5 of 11 Possible Cases by Various This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recorded by Monty Spinero. 11 Possible Cases by Various A Lion and a Lioness by Joaquin Miller. Chapter 1. I doubt if you will find either profit or pleasure in reading this incident of my third voyage up the Nile. It is really not worth reading. I have written it down merely for a few friends who know something of the facts and also to escape the annoyance of having to tell it over as one of the features of my four years' travel in the Orient. But to begin, wearying of the Levant, I was resting a time in Rome when I was formally invited as well as specially urged to witness the marriage ceremony between the Grand Duchess Alexandria and the Duke of Edinburgh. Let us pass over these wasteful follies, the waste of time, the waste of sense, of soul. I have only mentioned the reason for my presence in Saint Petersburg, have only mentioned the fact of my being there, because I saw a face in that gathering of people that could not be forgotten. It was the face of a tall, dark, and serenely silent Dolores, a young woman who had surely met and made the acquaintance of sorrow early in the morning of life. I sometimes wonder if I could have ever known or cared to know any one who had not sorrowed deeply. And yet I now know very well that, in whatever guise that woman could have come, there could have been no two roads for us from the day her coming to the day of her going." Let me be a little confidential right here. I knew, I'd always known, I should meet this woman. I had waited for her, worked hard, built up the battlements of the fortress of my soul so that I might receive her into it, and defend her well against my baser self when she should come. And now, tell me, have you never had a thought, a conviction like this?" a certainty in your own heart that your other and better self would come to you complete and entire some day soon or late so soon as you might have the fortress ready the doctors said she was dying she had been trying to stand between the czar and the jews she may not have been of that peculiar people but i think she had the money of the rothschilds and sir moses montefiore behind her There had been attempts at assassination, followed by executions. Some of the condemned were women. It was as if this woman herself had been condemned to death. I think she suffered more than all the others put together. She was so very, very sensitive to the pain and sorrow of others. There are souls like that, but there is a good God. The soul that suffers keenly, can and shall enjoy keenly you can if you care to persist in it make yourself as the centuries wheel past more than an entire nation in this we had common ground to work on in the cause of the condemned people it was on this ground that we first met as two swift streams that flow in the same direction and so finally unite forever all that could be done was done speedily For the law's delay, whatever else might be laid in the door of Russia, is not one of her sins. As summer took flight, we went south with the birds. For she surely felt that she was dying. Besides, she had been impressed with the idea of restoring Jerusalem and having this homeless race re-established in the Holy City. Her religion? I think it was all religions. I saw her kneel in the Kremlin at Moscow, cross herself at St. Peter's in Rome, and bend low in prayer in the synagogue at Alexandria. I think she would have done the same in a mosque. As stated before, I had, previous to meeting her, been all over Syria, and so whenever she referred to her cherished idea, as she so often did, of forming Jewish settlements in and about Jerusalem and restoring Israel, I took the occasion to explain how impossible and impractical it all was. I remember telling her how the whole day's ride from Babylon toward Jerusalem, I had seen no living thing save for a single grasshopper. I explained to her that the path of civilization had been in the track of the setting sun ever since the dawn of history and that it was not in the power of man to reverse this course. I attempted to show that the tide of population would pour upon the salubration and fertile shores of the farthest west till the heart of civilization would beat right there i explained to her that wherever the great strong heart of commerce beat strongest there would be found the strongest and best of these people whom she hoped to help while the weak and helpless of the race would remain stranded by the water of the levant as in russia now why not then Let us anticipate this and build the city of refuge by your great sea in the path of the civilization which you say will so surely come. Like the golden doors of dawn was the great earnest idea to me as she spoke. But of course I know, as I said before, that the peculiar people could not be induced to brave the desert. They do not seek rest, but action, employment in the marts. When would rest be a single night? Even by the sweet water of Jacob's well. End of section five. Recorded by Monte Spinero.